We're studying from the book of Second Chronicles. We're studying about a man who amazed his generation and was so different from his family, and his name was Hezekiah, who sought God. And we're talking about how do you really seek God? And we said you've got to have a radical kind of commitment to God, a willingness to just seek after him no matter what anybody else does, no matter what anybody around you is doing. And then you have to have the the right kind of walk. You have to live the right kind of way by trusting God, depending on God, recognizing his presence. Uh, 2 Kings 18 verse 5 tells us that he wholeheartedly trusted in the Lord, Hezekiah did. There were people high up with Hezekiah who wanted him to put his trust in the Assyrians or the Egyptians, but he refused to trust his powerful neighbors. He put his trust in God. He knew his source. And he simply trusted in the Lord as the basic. Trust here is a common word for reliance upon God. It means he leaned all his weight on the Lord. Hezekiah knew so little about God and trusted him so much. We know so much and trust him so little. The second thing he did was he held fast to the Lord. Verse 6 of 2 Kings 18, that Hebrew word means to cleave like ivy on a tree trunk. He tenaciously held on to the Lord. The Bible says he actively followed God, and he obeyed God. He did what God said. The New York Times asked the founder of McDonald's hamburgers years ago what he believed, and he said, well, I believe in God, my family, and McDonald's hamburgers. And then he added, when I get to work, I often reverse that, sadly, and I believe in McDonald's hamburgers, and then God gets down the list. So that's what we tend to do, and that's not what matters. Hezekiah didn't do that. But another thing Hezekiah did, he seriously got involved in real worship. You see, the first thing that Hezekiah did was to open the doors of the house of God, the temple, repair the temple, clean it up, clean all the junk out, and the doors had been closed by his father Ahaz. And the outer part was desecrated with all kinds of idolatrous practices, idols everywhere. And he, had, he, he simply cleaned that up. He called the priests and the Levites and told them that he wanted to consecrate them to consecrate themselves and to consecrate the house of God. And he called them to make new commitments in their lives. He called them to make a commitment to get the house of God ready for worship. For what has happened here, he said, we've forsaken the God of our fathers and done evil in his sight. And what he's done, he's called us, call, he called them to turn their face back toward God. That's what it means to seek God. You see, you can turn your face toward God or your back toward God. The Bible talks about some people who turn, turn their backs toward God. That means they went away from God. They walked from God's will, from God's purpose. When you and I face God, we seek God. Facing God means we look to him, we seek him, we go toward him. And Hezekiah challenged the Levites and the priest. I personally am going to make a covenant with God, and I want to challenge you, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him and to minister to him. And he's challenging them to make the same kind of commitment that he's making. I think one of the things that's really important here that Hezekiah did, he didn't say, this is what you should do, do it. He said, this is what I am doing. Will you do it with me? Don't just you be dedicated, I'm dedicated. Don't you just worship, I am worshiping. So 
The first thing he had to do was get the filth out. And that's what we have to do. We have to get the sin out of our lives before we can really worship. That's why in an average worship service, most people aren't ready to worship until, if they, if they do get ready, until the service is about over. Because during the, during the praise of the praise and worship in song, they maybe still have things they haven't dealt with in their lives of, of that week that have caused them to sin against God. And so when we confess our sins during the service, say, God, forgive me, I want to worship you, the sermon touches our hearts. And by the end, we're right, but we're just now ready to worship and we're leaving. You see, we ought to come ready for worship. We ought to come ready to praise God, ready to sing the songs of praise, ready to pray the prayers of praise, ready to hear the word of God and let it penetrate our hearts and change our lives. And one of the reasons we worship God so inadequately is, is because we pretend everything's okay. And that's what some of them wanted to do, just leave the temple like it was. But it had to be clean and cleansed. It had to be right. The Bible says when they all made these sacrifices and when the burnt offerings uh, were made, the song of the Lord began with the trumpets and the singers. You see, that's when the song of the Lord really begins. You can have music, but it's not necessarily the song of the Lord unless it comes from our hearts, and unless it comes from a clean heart, unless it comes from a, a heart and a mind and a life that's right with God. And then when we praise God, that's when we really worship. You see, real worship is not simply going through the form of singing or praying or hearing the word, but real worship is when we connect with God, when we recognize his worship and we, we let our lives speak to him out of the innermost being of ourselves. Ezekiel 30, Hezekiah said, May the good Lord pardon everyone who prepares his heart to seek God, the Lord of his fathers. So God pardons us and cleanses us when we really seek him. And the, and the Lord heard Hezekiah and his people. There was a healing. There was a cleansing. And verse 26 of chapter 30 says that there was, there was a great joy in Jerusalem, the joy of worship. The joy of forgiveness, the joy of seeking and finding God in all of his greatness. So if we're really going to seek God, it also involves warfare. What is particularly interesting in verse 32, the Bible says after these acts of faithfulness, which Hezekiah had been involved in, and his walk with God, his worship, his radical commitment, Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and besieged the four to five cities. He completely encircled Jerusalem. And this evil king is trying to destroy God's people and trying to destroy the godly king of Judah. And if you're seeking God, I'm going to tell you, you have an enemy, and that enemy's the devil. The Bible says he goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So if you really get all out for God, if you get radical in your seeking of God, if you get serious in your worship of God, then just expect it. You're going to have the devil to come after you. See, if we're going the devil's way, why should he bother with us? Why should he even pay any attention to us? We're no threat. We're no problem. We're not going to cause him any difficulty. And so he doesn't bother with us. But if we're serious about God and walking with him, it makes a real difference. And that's when Satan gets stirred up. And that's when he will seek to do what he wants to do with us. There's a real test to see if Hezekiah was seeking God, it was deep. And that was when he faced the enemy, Sennacherib. His armies were far greater than Israel's. And there was no hope in anything that he could do because he did not have 
the soldiers. He did not have the weapons. He did not have what it takes to win a battle like this. But Hezekiah had God, and he believed in God. And Hezekiah could go to bed trusting God. And the Bible says that Hezekiah received a letter saying what he was going to do from Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and he told him that he was going to destroy the city and take it over. But what happened is Hezekiah prayed, and during the night, God sent an ancient angels into the camps and the enemy. Many of them were killed, and the rest ran away. And Sennacherib fled back to his home city in Babylon, and there his two sons killed him to take over the kingdom. So God is bigger. If we seek him, then he works on our behalf. So I ask you to seek the Lord with your old heart. Begin to make that the priority of your lives. God bless you. Have a great day.